Episode 97, I think, of Tactical Crouch. We're a competitive Overwatch podcast. I'm Kick Tripod, joined, of course, by Yiska and Volamel. Uh, lots to talk about today. Before we get into it, though, a few pieces of uh, of housekeeping. We're going to just jump right in. First, show is completely supported by our, not completely, but uh, largely supported by our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch if you want to support. Also, uh, we're striving diving and driving toward partners so if you want to join us for our live shows mondays and wednesdays and fridays at noon we do tactical crouch and spike drop even if you're able to just come and chill with us even if you're not totally able to be there it helps a ton to have those concurrent viewers and we appreciate you a ton for being here that's uh twitch.tv slash kick tripod other than that though we're going to just jump right into the show. Is it okay we just jump in? Can we just do that? Sure. That's sure. it? All right, we're going to do it. But first, we do need to thank our patron producers. <gasps> Battlecry Pin, Lotion, Charlie L, Audio Compass, Porkchop, Sammy, Kasha67, Coochie, Kopi, Salsa Boy 91 Shara Picasso, Naftali, and Your Misery. I think that was the Ooh. best one yet. That so much air left. One. That might have been. Oh, yeah. I could have done it twice. I bet you I could do it twice. We'll see at the end of the show if we can. <laughs> no do it Corona twice. detected. All right. So we do we do need to get into uh, a big piece of news. And, and you know what, uh, Joe? I noticed that recently there's been some kind of bittersweet and sad things going on in the Overwatch League. And it's caused people to mm-hmm. go, hey, you're really bumming me out. We've got something for that now. So if we're going to be talking about something that's kind of a bummer, not only are the timestamps available on YouTube, but um, so make sure to check out the video description for that. But you're also going to see this. You're being such a bummer. That's how you know that we're about to be bummers. And we're about We're about to be bummers here. Nice. All right. So, uh, if you've been living oh, under, man. It, that took way longer than it should have. Let's be real. <laughs> I can't, I can't like, imagine. Yeah. They're like, how do you not watch, have time to watch Overwatch <laughs> League matches, but then you have time to, to put that together. And to that production point, value, to that point is a fair point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can we have it alternating with my face and like, Yiska Ayaya? No. Dang it. It's you, buddy. Look, you're the meme of this podcast, clearly. From doo-doo to... <laughs> it's I really am the Predicting Shengdu to, like, your, your y- is top our, meme quality. Yiska is our it's thumbnail true. meme. Ah, uh, true. It's usually in, like, we, a, we a good use, light, we though. He's, like, Yiska. holding kebabs. I don't know if yeah. that is good. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think, I don't think uh, Chengdu Joe is bad in any way. Well, you know, some people would claim otherwise. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is uh, 
the 2019 Overwatch League MVP world champion Sinatra has announced that he is leaving the shock effective immediately has joined the Sentinels as a Valorant player and streamer and content creator. I feel like we should just put this, put this right here again. You're being such a bummer. Just milk it. Just get it all out. Get just. We're going to get it there. So, uh, he's leaving effective immediately. In fact, he flew out of LA where, oh, did he really? and, uh, has arrived in Texas as of this morning per his ah. Q and a, uh, yesterday. He said he was leaving. He had a flight at 5 AM this morning. So, uh, pretty quick turnaround. And he's, he's just like, well, you know, I'm the shock. Don't, don't like, the like present, I guess the shock don't want to pay for my housing. If I'm going to go play another sport for another org, it was, makes total sense. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it is. Joe, did you expect that in this year of our Lord 2020, we would have somebody of the caliber of Sinatra leaving the scene. I think it is a little surprising that somebody like Sinatra that is so kind of beloved that has, you know, an MVP skin on the way um, that that is, you know, a former MVP and a champion and, you know, a, a person who's really made a name for themselves in this game. It was surprising to me that that he or or that caliber of person would leave as soon as they did. But does it surprise me? I think it would be intellectually dishonest to say no. Right. It it doesn't surprise me. It's it, it. It it's a symptom of what we've been kind of ranting and raving about for a while now. It's it's a problem with the game, its identity and how quickly it changes. And how tiresome it it gets when you know the cues are so long, and you know just playing the game doesn't have the same feel to it anymore. And and even just playing the game takes forever because of the cues. And now you can't even play the heroes you want to play, but now you can. And it's it's just this back and forth tug of war, and it gets it just gets tiring. Um, I can't I I can't sympathize enough with the players. I I won't ever understand. Um, what they went through um, and how, how that really has to deal with them. But if I can feel it just with, you know, content creation and stuff like that and writing, I, I can only imagine like the, the scale that they were, were dealing with it. And I'm sure this isn't the only person to leave. Um, I'm sure there's a plenty of beloved people that you like with this game that would be lying if they said they weren't looking at Valorant or looking at like Diabolical or whatever game may lay on the horizon and going, well, you know, Looks kind of interesting. Looks kind of fun. I might, I might have to give that a look. Like it's, it's just a symptom of what's going on right now. Um, and yeah, it's, it sucks to see him go. Um, hats off to him. Enjoyed, uh, enjoyed his play since you know selfless and and the monthly melees. But um, I think uh, it's probably best for everybody. It's best you know to see him go out there and and chase after something again with Valorant. It's best and you know for his mental health. You know, COVID's not doing anybody any favors and. Just doing something you're not liking right now, probably not not good for you. So um I'm I'm 
it's a it's a weird i'm in like a weird wake area of emotions where it's like i'm i'm happy for you go out there you know experience it you know you're still young get after it if you if you still have that itch for competition and overwatch isn't scratching it maybe valorant can go out there get it i'm i'm about it i do need to say that the san francisco shock have i think handled it about as well as they like you would want to see them. I mean, what are they going to do? Right. They're not going to like step all over the guy, but there's, there's nothing but like positive vibes and well wishes from Andy Miller, um, Corey, uh, who's kind of like the the VP over the the shock part uh, talking about, you know, the importance of just, you know, their player happiness. There is an interesting thing where people are like, well, he wasn't playing anyway. And you could take this for what it's worth. Um, there is uh, so super on his stream last night did say he goes uh, Sinatra was supposed to play and uh, was they mm-hmm. wanted uh, to play him more. Krusty did, but just notice that his drive for the game uh, wasn't wasn't there. And <clears throat> Sinatra said that as soon as two 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 came out, that's when he started falling out of love with the game. Uh, yep. So he he had said that, and um, I don't know. It was really interesting to kind of hear his thoughts on on how the game has changed over time. It's definitely there's definitely not something here. This is not something where Sinatra wasn't. You can't spin this. I don't think you can. You can't spin this that Sinatra wasn't good enough in any of the current metas to not get played. Yeah, no, that's which uh, that's laughable. It's just not. That's a dumbest take. That we've we've had plenty of Doomfist, tank. you know, weeks where Doomfist was open that they could have played Doom. He just wasn't in it. He his his heart, his brain, his person, his avatar of meat on this physical plane was not there. He wasn't here. He was that, he was he was trying to you know figure out where he wanted to be. He was soul searching, and it, it wasn't here. Yeah, and, that's by the way. Also, like you said earlier, something like it's better for everyone. And in my mind, I was like going. Well, it's not that good for Overwatch, is it? It's not good that good for us. But then See, again, the that run, is I don't know. no. The the thing is, in 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 comparison to someone like an MVP playing this game without the passion, and then also likely the following performances. That is yeah. the reality we have to contrast yes. it against. And you cannot force love. You absolutely mm-hmm. can't, positively can't not. That's why we all hate um, each other on this show. True. You can't force it. Um, and the the notion that he was benched for... I, I actually have known that this was a distinct possibility for a while. And um, the, the notion that he was benched because of performance is unreal. And honestly, makes me question if people pay close attention to a player this great uh, in terms of his career trajectory. The story is very similar to a lot of players in the Overwatch League, where it is, this kid was good at everything he put his mind to. Whatever the coach said, please play this, and had a definitive idea and gave them a solid amount of time to grind into, he Mm. became elite world class at. Yeah, that was true. Okay, Tracer, of course, that was the thing. Then Zarya, don't don't give me like, yeah, he was good. Zarya pre Overwatch League, Zarya changed so much. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that there's like that the idea is that it's that's still different. 
the same requirement. It's not. Yep. Then he suddenly has a doom. Like we initially thought of him as like a hit scan player. Really isn't. I can still not tell you what kind of a Zarya hits DPS role he falls into. He is the role of DPS of give him a task and he's going to accomplish it at the top percentile of, of even among the, the best players in the league. And while his May was probably not that level at the start of the season, we also quickly found out why that is. And I hope we can um, think of his legacy in that way. Someone that was very toxic um, at certain parts in his career, during solo queue especially, to my knowledge, never towards his teammates, but then improved uh, as a person, came out in terms of his, uh, his ability, like his hero pool improved, but he also added leadership to his, his entire uh, repertoire of skills and then also became a, a better personality. And let's not forget, also represented us uh, in front of the world, in front of the Jimmies, the Kimmels, the Felons. So, and then he turned, turned 20. Right? Like, there's... Um, there's a lot to cherish in his career. And I'll definitely follow him uh, in Valorant. 100%. For, for that. Excited to see that. And it sucks that we're losing him for Overwatch. But 100%. at the same time, there is not an alternative uh, situation where, like, if that is just, like, if he cannot love that, what Overwatch currently is, there's no changing it. And you it's have to fine. respect that. Then yeah. Sometimes people... Or things develop away from each other and they're not compatible anymore. Yep. So they don't leave, love each other anymore. That's how it goes. Yep. And, and there's no moral obligation for them. No. There's no responsibility. Force. There's no I owe, you know, these these players, these people. Again, people. Kids in some cases. That they owe it to the public or they owe it to somebody else. They don't owe it, they don't owe you anything. Yeah. They're here to do a job. They don't, they're not interested in doing the job anymore. The org isn't interested in paying them. They mutually split ways. That's how business works. And, and you go and you go separate ways. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Does it, does it, is it bad optics? Sure. hundred percent. So, yeah, so it's you, best to get them out now, right? You don't, you don't want people to, to linger around and just have a I bad time with them. I'm going to say something here. I don't know if right now in the middle of a season is the best time for Overwatch League or for Sinatra to be leaving. I think it looks a lot When is it? At the end of the season. Why? Because... To destroy its legacy? Yeah. I mean... Awful. I mean, at the same time, like, I don't know, like, don't quit halfway through something that you commit to. I don't, like... I don't... That That's... I... I I don't don't change the game on people when they committed to you. Very uh, easy. Fair. Uh, fair. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I don't. And, and again, the, the only thing I'm saying is I don't think in the middle of the season is the best time. No, it's, it's 100 percent. It's like general that. statement. Yes, I agree with that. If he could have but, known in the offseason, then yeah. Yeah, 100 percent. 
this this is again this is a symptom of a game don't don't this isn't a sinatra problem this is this is a game problem and, and, I, and I totally agree with that i'm not and i'm not trying to like i don't need all the the sports arguments i don't need all the like that it's just yeah. like there's something about a season is uh think of it as a chapter sure. quitting in the middle of the chapter even if overall it can be you can make the argument that it's better for everybody it doesn't look good um and it, 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 there is the, and I think backpack Mac said this and I, I didn't totally love his total framing of it, but you know, brought up a, a guy on a championship team leaving in the middle of the season for a completely different game in beta is weird. Now, I mean, again, that's a hundred percent on the game. If I was an owner, honestly, I'd be like, nah, son, we're finishing this out. <laughs> we're finishing this season. But I mean, yeah, you can you can say that, but it's like, okay, well, I'm just not going to try. Then what? You uh, have a player that's on your roster that's just not willing to totally do anything. Totally what, do you, what, what do you do with him? Do you, do you just let him sit there and you pay you pay a you pay a roster slot that's not doing anything for you, or you let him go and you you part ways amicably? I don't see any I mean, reason this, why you can't Jay Hong him. <laughs> this more of a leadership hold that he's ripping into. Uh, the shock right like in terms of sure. players like right people rightfully say they are so stacked another one of the dps going is uh is not a problem and i agree and apparently to a degree uh the shock thought the same so um but to the backpack matt's comment i think the the, the idea is completely wrong but but big but okay no pun um you have to empathize with people in the Overwatch League who are doing their utmost to make this a success, who work just as tirelessly as players, who aren't at fault for what's going on, who are legitimately top tier, if not the best in the Overwatch scene. Oh. Seeing this and lacking the ability to change any, anything about what's happening. And this is an event that makes the emotions that have built up over the, over the dwindling viewership numbers, over certain decisions, um, over community reception, over people jumping in and trying to get an own in, like just like a cheap haha on you. They have my full empathy that this absolutely sucks for them. Like it is, it is a problem um, that is not their fault. So in that regard, I was never mad at, at Matt. Uh, I thought this, the take was a weird one, um, but I, I felt honestly really sad about the the really extraordinarily hardworking people in the yeah. Overwatch League. And I think it should be taken as such. I, I really don't think we have a precedent to see a game be changed this much in esports. And maybe maybe I'm you know green in that take. Maybe that's a naive take from me, but I feel like I've consumed enough to, to really say that this game has put these players through a rigmarole for three seasons now i can imagine you'd get tired of it i can imagine you'd get tired of the 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 
the lack of communication, the all of the problems we've talked over these, what, 97 episodes, just constantly berating you over and over and weighing on you. And then there's just this grass is greener. You know, this 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 new neighbor shows up and dang, dude, I don't know. It sucks here. Maybe it's maybe it's nicer over there. I don't know, but I'm willing to give it a chance. That's where we're at. Not with everybody. Not with everybody. There are there are some staunch Overwatch. I like the game. And that's great. We need those people. But for those who are, you know, who are tired of it, I get it. And I sympathize and I respect the decision to, to, to venture elsewhere. I, I, I really don't have much else to say. It's, it sucks. I'm sad to see him go, you know, to Sinatra. Um, but and he's, yeah, the show must go on. You know, Sinatra is he just turned 20. A month ago, yeah. uh, so yeah. he's, he's a young guy. But if you're gonna pivot in esports, do it while you're young. You, you got to do it. You got to do it quick. Once that starts, yeah. once your age starts with the two, you know you're you're no longer young, Mister One Fifty K, right? Like that's that's something that goes. Like it's like twenty is like middle age. I don't doubt that this was the right. Thing Why are you for talking some... about you absolute zoomers? <laughs> That's like 20 year olds are like, I don't know. You're pushing you're, you might as well just be pushing 40. If you're 20, you got people saying like, um, you know, it feel, it feels very 20 like is the Korea three of esports. Yeah. It feels like you're getting what? to the twilight you're, of your career. You're, when well, you're no, 20. You're, you're, you're so you're into Overwatch. Prime. <laughs> 20 is I'm your just prime. saying within Overwatch. Like I would say yeah. 20 is, is, is your prime. In in where you have the emotional and mental maturity combined with the young dexterity that you need to compete, and so if he's going to take a ton of money, yeah. which by the way, like if you really think about it, like this is something I brought up in Discord yesterday. Any esport at any time, any any AAA developer, any um like a tier one esports organization can walk up to you with a, a multi-million dollar contract. Any of them can, and they can take one, right? So Sinatra, like the fact that Sinatra is, is leaving here, like, yes, it's a, it's a big boon and stuff like that. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden all these players are going to be leaving for multi-million dollar contracts. And I guarantee you, these are huge, huge contracts. And Everybody, esports, everybody's just chucking money in. We don't like to talk about it very much because it's so stupid. But they're just they're they're ch they're chucking. I'm I'm hearing like average like average contract right now is like 10k for a valent contract a month on top of housing, just for playing a game that's in beta, three weeks old. Right. So there's like. With with a guy like Sinatra, you're playing paying huge money. You're paying huge money mm -hmm. on top of the fact that they're just going to be a content creator for a while, right? So it's I, I don't doubt it's the right thing for him. You're falling out of love with the game. The league at points has some very concerning actions surrounding the long term viability of it. Uh, players fans aren't tuning in you know we're down to 30 25k on some of these even yeah. NA matches like that that's all going down sinatra i i don't blame him for a second for saying he has to get out and i i honestly think that the capital that he loses quitting me mid-season 
is more than made up for the fact that um, he's not playing Overwatch. Like, I think most people outside of esports are probably like very uh, lenient and any kind of like social capital loss. They're like, well, not doing so to be hot. fair. People outside of esports aren't signing his checks in the future. 100%. But um, I did. I did have a. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. The money right now in Valorant, if you're if you're getting poached to go play Valorant, the contracts are much larger than Overwatch League. That's that's not a hot take. That's just an obvious matter of fact. Um I, I did snag a few other highlights from his stream. Um he said so he asked he was asked if he would ever come back. And he said if Overwatch two revives the game and Valorant isn't doing well, maybe, but he doesn't see it happen, sees Overwatch two largely as a cosmetic Update with PVE. There you go. Uh, he said hero pools caused the meta to change too much to feel like you're improving and fun heroes getting banned made the game not fun. And I'm paraphrasing, by the way, go watch the Q and a, if you want like sure. the exact verbatim. Uh, he said overwatch league heavily restricted sponsors since there were, there were so many conflicts so that uh, expect him to sell out on a stream, which was interesting. Uh, he said Overwatch 2 needs more heroes and PvP updates. He wants uh, 222 to be taken out and says nobody likes it and he's never liked it. That's that's a direct quote. Um, he'll stream one to two times per week of, of, of Overwatch. And uh, he didn't answer specifically why he didn't join NRG's Valorant team. He just said, I can't it's answer probably that. a business, yeah. Yeah. I think like how how do you think you look like in front of the Overwatch League if NRG just shoves the MVP to their NRG team? By the way, I would have loved to see that because Dizzy and Ace that would have been a sick team. But um, super yeah, super great. I also don't know like there's there's clauses where they can't go play for other organizations represented in the Overwatch League. And I wonder if that yeah. includes your own organization in a different... Yeah, I wouldn't know. In a different... Uh, um, yeah. Game. I think that's, by the way, a thing we should clarify because I think a lot of people were uh, confused and it was, was also probably not publicly discussed that, at that uh, but, range. But, like, the way how ESPN worded it was a little confusing, but then in, in com- uh, combination with, with them him being picked up by Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Now, Sentinels, a lot of people go, wait, that's who runs Gladiators, right? Nope. No. They don't. They Not don't anymore. anymore. So that's why it works and why it isn't a problem. Yep. But I think they're a good arc in general. Um, definitely, like, that's also a thing that I think it was talked about already, but like, Gladiators, like the ownership was definitely a little special there. There was a lawsuit involved and all of that. So, um, but yeah, for instance, like XQC is under contract with them, for instance, uh, for those that Isn't realize. Uh, like, so in Puga, there. The, the, the Fortnite, Fortnite guy. Uh, guy. So, yeah, these, these uh, they have pretty big contracts and are also very competent in what they're doing. So, um, you should be well taken care of there. And then, yep. uh, yeah, and then of course, uh, Evolved Agency also tweeted that they are looking at all of this and assisting in that time. So we're good, like uh, from that side. Yeah, from from the individual side, he's great. Um, for the league though, 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, it doesn't really dwindle the excitement that I have for like the May tournament. Hopefully that is is a resounding success. But uh, again, it seems like we take a step forward and then there's, you know, 30 landmines laid behind us that, you know, one of them just happens to go off because of, you know, again, symptoms of problems that we've we've kind of drudged on about. So well, I won't get too much into it. This isn't this isn't the final nail in the coffin, but it feels like recently there's a lot of swings of the hammer. And I really hope that we start seeing Blizzard on the other side of the coffin, like, you know, coming in and pulling some of those nails out. That's what we really are hoping to see. I think that's what everybody wants to see. Um, And and this is I had one more thought on this, and this is this is kind of a bummer thought. I'm going to be I'm going to be real. Um, If the players aren't enjoying playing the game at all. And, and I know Sinatra's not the only one, and there are players who are also really enjoying the game and really like yeah. it. But sure, as, as more and more players, yes. as more and more players um, come forward and saying that they're not enjoying the game, but the uh, fans, I feel like, are more and more saying that they're enjoying watching the variety from Hero Pools and 222 and those types of things. At what point does it become a zoo? Mm. I think it already yeah. has. That's that's also like it, it. It makes me wild how that comp- that thing is always confused. Like Sinatra says, in my per- personal opinion, or in my ex- personal experience, rather, two 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 was bad for me because I t- couldn't play the heroes I wanted because he can and because he's the best Bazaria in the world, or with someone Sue at the time, mm. and he has to wait an hour. To practice. Just to play the game. So that, of course, he isn't describing or making a statement about your experience or if it's good for the game or not. He's talking about himself. Why are you cussing him out? Of course, like, I would be the first one to admit that 2 to 2 was great for, like, the solo queue experience. Yeah. Now, okay, let's let's bring it back to towards a, a positive thing. Because I think this is a high note that we got to end on. It always gets worse. And then it gets better, right? And it, I think it will get even a little worse. Oh yeah, this is this is only like the start of the storm. So I'm not sure how much more worse it gets, but it will get worse. Mm-hmm. But then we have to recognize these problems we're facing now are things we did one and a half, two years ago, where we decided, like, let's not introduce a lot of things and l- let's have a stagnation let's uh, not build up on the the second tier seam like let's not explore necessarily what is good for the future of the game and now we're rushing out all these new changes the game is changing so rapidly it's not like we're the frogs just sitting there while they turn up the temperature on us and we don't recognize no it's like big change big change big, big change and our perception of the game also lags behind because behind the actual quality that is the unfortunate reality of human psychology the same is true for player skill. Someone is very good, is not recognized, and then like the wave a little bit later comes where the recognition is there, and then like once they drop off, the recognition is, oh, he's still a good player. So, for instance, that's the Sebiobi arc right now, mm-hmm. where like the reputation lags behind. The same thing is true here. I think we don't realize that or we don't value that the effects of, or the things that we have put in the game have not yet 
really been appreciated to the point. But if you look at the objective data, I I can pretty much guarantee you that the rank plane numbers are up. That is a proxy value of who will get interested in the Overwatch League. But that is not happening now. If I am now starting to play ranked, I'm not concerned about like learning what the best players in the game are doing, right? Mm -hmm. So that comes down the line. That effect, yes, it lags behind. So once we are once again on top of our wave and are sailing actually from the from from the contributions of the workshop, the replay system, two 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 rollock. Arguably hero pools, like if you guys like that, right? Whatever. But because it's so harsh and it's not turn- being turned up at us, but we're get- getting thrown in the- into the hot water immediately, that's where the incompatibility issues lie and where people say, I-, I cannot live with that sudden change. If we had accustomed them one and a half years ago, I think it would have been different. And the good, the good thing is, that means we have Overwatch 2 on the horizon. I think they have demonstrated with how they talked about the experimental cards in terms of like the length of CC and stuff like that. Like the, the Jeff Kaplan post was, sure. we're looking at that and have an idea towards Overwatch 2. That very much implies that this isn't a PvE patch, but it is a system change in certain regards, right? It is. They, it is. they are thinking about this. So... There is more than just like, oh, Overwatch 2. Like, they, there might be actually changes. There are heroes that are coming in. Sure. There are, like, yeah, the homestands uh, stuff is starting up, hopefully, if we... Hopefully. Uh, I mean, uh, Knock uh, on wood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if not, we have bigger problems than the Overwatch League are working. 100%. Um, and once we write this out, and it does suck at the moment, it sucks so much, like... I was writing this article crying like a baby today, just looking at what, what season two was, mm. just like looking at the moment when, when they lose the Sage 1 finals, yeah. and Sinatra throws up his hand in the air, goes like this, and the first look isn't towards his teammates, he's looking towards the Titans, and takes in what, what their ecstatic uh, what their emotion feeling. is of that. And it feels like this is the moment the greatness of this team is born, where it's like, yes. nobody's ever going to make us feel this again. Nope. Mm-hmm. And Even- I want these moments back. I want yes. them back, and I hope the tournament brings hopefully, exactly that back Hopefully we us. get like an essence of it. Yeah, I don't think we'll get the whole thing. We won't get like the, the stage one battle, the stage two battle, the, the finals battle. Um, but we'll hopefully, the idea is that we'll get an essence of it, and it'll you know, yeah. give us the revitalization to, to, to kind of continue. It was really interesting. Sinatra was just like, uh, number one, the highlight of his career, like obviously winning grand finals was huge, but it was beating the Titans. Um, and you could, you could tell, right? Like you could yeah. tell in the moment, like seeing that energy and the crowd loved it. Like Overwatch is really those moments are amazing for Overwatch. Yeah. They're incredible. They'll yeah. make they'll yeah. make Yiska cry. Yiska will yeah. cry. Yeah. I uh, will cry. And cap creating cry. those moments is something that that the Overwatch League team I hope to see uh, could, like continues to try to do more often. Finding ways to make these special moments, finding ways to um you know, and, and create stories like we had with Sinatra coming up as a 17 year old kid, can't play for the beginning of <laughs> season one, 
150k people are all hyped yeah. about it uh all <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff like think of that storyline those are the storylines that make overwatch league a compelling esport we need those and we need to retain those as best as we can and i hope that we continue to uh but at the same time um don't fool yourself for a second anybody can be poached at any time uh nope. If the price yeah. is right, and especially it's the best right thing. now, yeah. I like I think of like Ninja going to Mixer. Like, there's no way he's making much as much on Mixer as he is uh, as he did on Twitch. Like from like that perspective, but uh, he's still making a ton more. <laughs> you know, like and it's like is the right move for him. He can always come back <laughs> after it's over. Uh, so I don't know. I think um, we're gonna learn a lot more about uh, you know kind of how things are changing with Overwatch League as time goes on because we, we've never run out of things to talk about yet i'll tell you that oh, much plenty um, of things so let's create craft the narratives so those can have a payoff once they happen later in this season and over, i think like and I'm, I'm over i'm over just being fed up with fever pools i'm i'm the, it's stockholm syndrome me so i can now engage like what is actually the storylines there because some teams are actually very consistent in that we have pretty cool um, storylines get, to get into. I think we should make an effort to point them out also in the preview now and just live with it and move yeah. on. What else are you going to do? Now? There's like, really, there's really not much you is. can do. You just have yeah. to accept that the, the, crop, uh, the crop harvest is, is going to be a little shallow and you make do with what you have and hope for yeah. uh, the summer to bring you some, some, some uh, favor, let's say. My crops Hopefully are the summer also brings shallow. Some good things. Well, um, I mean, fiber in your diet. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. But, uh, <laughs> all right, let's do a little preview. You're being such a bummer. Thanks to Katie, by the way, for doing that VO this morning at like 8 a.m. So nice of her. All right, we've got a ton of matches to talk about, and there's a ton going on, right? Um, we're starting mm. our May Madness tournament this week. I'm glad that's sticking. Please keep running that. Overwatch League, please brand it as May Madness, because it needs to be. It did, right? I don't think so. Wait, I, I swear I read that somewhere. It might not have been the Overwatch No, no, it's, it's like quoted as like a title of the announcement art, but I don't think oh. they're running it, at least yeah. to my knowledge. I thought they it's were going at the main matters. Anyways. Um, Possibly. Much, yeah. Hopefully. We just trademarked it, and now they have to pay us. Uh, May Madness. Uh, the first thing we should probably talk about, so no no hero pools, right, for the next yes. month? No um, hero pools. No, I think or do we that's just one? for the... Not month. No, no yeah, not only for the three-day tournament. Only yes. for the three-day tournament. So the just next the three the weeks, month. we have hero pools. Okay, that makes yes. so much more sense. But the big yeah. thing... Yeah in here is uh echo mm -hmm. is going to be playable uh joe we, we, let's just start here before we get into the actual individual matches um sure do you expect us to see some echo this weekend so i do think echo will be played i am not confident in her position as a meta staple or a must pick on every single map i think certain teams will view her in that light but the fact that the rush archetype 
in its entirety for the most part, barring McCree, is available. I think that benefits a lot of different teams, so it's going to be about fitting Echo within that. And I think that can happen. It probably will happen. But if you're expecting Echo to be played in every game, every match, every map, that's probably unlikely. I think that she will be featured this week in like a solid amount of the games in a solid amount of the maps, but I don't think she'll be played every map. I'm kind of eyeing very enclosed, brawly, short-range, close-quarters maps like, you know, Lijiang Tower Control Center, um, Oasis University. I can walk last maps that are really, really tight and doesn't mm. allow, don't allow mm. her to kind of like really make any kind of movement. That's going to limit her, and I think there's going to be picks that are just kind of better that she'll kind of be rotated out, but she'll be featured on a lot of maps. She will be used, but I, again, I don't think she'll be um, as dominant as people expect her to. I do think, however, that certain teams um, that are more proponent or um, more styled to kind of go after dive, I think that is open as well. But I do wonder how Echo does against uh, a character like a Winston. I, I really don't. I, I wonder if that's kind of uh, subtly pushed him back into being. Um, not a hero much anymore. I don't know exactly what uh, what info you've gotten on your front, Yiska, but interested to hear. Yeah, actually, nobody has come back to me, so I can only like assume. Okay. And of course, I wouldn't share like strategies of specific no, teams. Of like if, if if a region is just like everyone runs it, might as well. Mm. Right? Like yeah. I'm not I'm not hurting anyone. Um, with that said, it's yeah, it's it's a strange thing where it's like. Um, I think it, to a degree it's an equalizer like, once again in terms of like if I'm an underperforming team or like one of the lower half, I'm trying, dude. I'm yep. trying this, especially now in the current situation. Um, is who was the support band? It was Mercy, right? Yes, Mercy, which I and, think does hinder her, but yeah. I don't know how much because when you look at that Echo tournament, and again. Um, I'll be the first to tell you that I don't I don't put a ton of stock into that, but it's the really yeah. only stock we have wasn't used a whole lot deep in that tournament. It was more like Lucio Brig, you know, Moira uh, Lucio. Like she was fine mm. on her own. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Chad can correct me. I'm pretty sure she was nerfed. Like her pulse or the the sticky nades were nerfed yeah, yeah. for the live patch. So she mm -hmm. she is tuned a little bit down. Mm -hmm. I I really don't. I don't think that the Mercy ban really affects her. I don't think like the McCree Widow is like really all that impactful, especially now with the advent of Ash and people really like buying into. Yeah. We can play Ash like it's not that big of a deal. But it's Ash not like also all of the hits games are most of the time needs a Mercy, right? Yeah, that's true. Also, like, I mean, Ash, you're not going to use it necessarily against Farah or Echo, right? Yeah, no. Like the good thing about her is that you're you can hit the dynamite. You're probably not trying to dynamite an echo. No, no, no. Yeah. So, um, that is a question I have: is are the counters there to make this work? And I think that might be that question might be very map de map dependent, um, mm. and also team dependent if they have one. That's nuts. Um, I what I will say with in regards to echo, not to derail, I think she'll probably see a play rate increase by the end of the month when hero pools are removed. If her kid is truly like that busted. And I do believe that it is like very, very overtuned and probably strong or very still strong. Um, 
and with hero pools removed i think that's when you start to see her like really take off and like strategies with her in mind start to ramp up and and become like abusive Mm. yeah all right Uh, any other thoughts on how the bands might play out or like the kind of you kind of cover both of them i feel like yeah, I, I think Rush is open. Rush is definitely going to get played. That kind of archetype, like Rhine Sigma, that double shield. Um, I, I I can see Arisa in some instances, you know, maybe popping in at Flex, maybe even at Main for some teams like Atlanta. Um, McCree being out hasn't stopped people before. May's still open. Widowmaker really has been kind of a non-factor. And Mercy's kind of just form tara and maybe the ash even though i i think you can get away with ash um and wrecking ball weirdly enough i think it's it's a hot take it's kind of coming right off the dome but i think wrecking ball might have been like a better dive tank this patch because of echo if she's going to be that good whereas winston like just gets shredded wrecking ball might have been better Mm. right but he's banned right that's what i'm saying like dive may have taken a hit there um so we'll see. I do expect like a team like Houston, a team like Toronto to not necessarily benefit, but I think they'll try their hand at trying, you know, continue playing dive. Again, we saw Houston last week still be able to pull it off and, and to a surprisingly, you know, strong degree. So I, I think this will be a fun week. It'll be open. I think people are going to be willing to try a bunch of stuff. So uh, let's let's talk about some of these matches here, and let's let's hop to North America games first. And one of the first ones that kind of stood out, I'll be honest, these aren't my favorite games as far as yeah, kind having of straightforward top teams versus top teams or whatever. But there is one that was kind of interesting and close: Dallas Fuel versus the Washington Justice. Now the Washington Justice are odds on favorites right now, fifty three forty seven. Over the oh Dallas fuel. <laughs> How do you? I, How? That seems, Yo, that, seems nuts. that seems bad to me. That seems wrong. That's free yeah, money. It is. That's that's like the easiest Dallas win. I think it, that's come on. What? Yeah. Not the we, easiest, we have Echo. But like, like Corey. Like I just. Uh, this is one of those things where I expect like a player like Corey or Stratus just to have like a stupid nuts Echo. But besides, barring that happening. Uh, yeah, I just don't see it. No, don't see it. And even then, it probably wouldn't even be Stratus. I'm probably Tuba running Echo. Pa- I don't know. Probably, maybe. I also thought that he was going to see a lot more play time. I thought that after like week four or five, with them just like being the Corey show, that they probably would have shifted gears. But hasn't really been the case, and they really haven't found much success. So I, I don't know what's going on in in the Justice camp. But uh, it's not good. I don't know. Like, I mean, what what are these stats numbers to you? Like for me, it's like. I'm like mid 60s for Dallas, I feel like maybe closer to 60, 40, but like I feel like 65, 40 Dallas, 65. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely Dallas favor. This is there's no way that I could argue that like this is justice favor. No, no, not a chance. Uh, Arguably, it could be even more. I don't know. Yeah. I could even go to 70 without feeling too bad about it. Sure. Yeah, the justice... I think what, what brings me down is like echo the, the volatility that that brings. Sure. 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 Yeah. That's good. Uh, the, it, what's interesting is the Washington justice, like I think are still kind of put in this place where I'm like, you know, there's like, 
the and this is probably me reading into it, but I just like every time I see comments about justice, there's always like this underlying optimism. They're two and eight right how. now with a point three two four map win percentage. Yeah, they're Team's bad. They are like they should be discussed along with the Boston Uprising. Yeah, they're a bad team. Bottom five. They're better Again. than the Boston Uprising. They're bottom two. Sure. I yeah. don't think I don't think it's close anywhere else. Like, do you put yeah, do you put LA do you put LA goal. Valiant no, below they, the Justice? The next closest would no, probably no, no, for no, me no. be Toronto. Yeah, yeah, not doing so hot. That's fair. Lost coach. Yeah, not not doing great again. Justice like is very uh, is a is a bad team, but has a couple good players. Right. I like Ellie Vote. I like Corey. Everybody else. Aim Godney. Arc. Could be better on a better team. Old man weakness. 100%. Right? Like, has good players. Nobody's saying that, oh, Corey's bad. If you say, if you say Justice is bad, then Corey's bad. No, Corey's a great player on a bad team. Simple yep. as that. Totally true. And uh, so the Dallas Fuel did play. Someone brought it up. Didn't the Fuel play the Justice not that long ago? They did. They 3 0'd the Justice. With, uh, it was to be, it was Sombra, Reaper, Diva, Ana Ben. In this month, April. So. Yep. It's, uh, man, I don't know. Take those odds if you can. But oh, also definitely. don't. <laughs> I don't know legally. Bet responsibly. I don't know Does legally what we can actually That's... tell you to do. So don't yeah. take those odds. Is that inside at uh, betting then? I'm not sure. I mean, we're not giving any, any insider info. We're just as pundits voicing our opinion. True. You can listen. I feel like I feel like you can listen to like are, many, there's plenty of betting podcasts. Wait, but you receive twenty uh, percent of their betting income, right? That's what you talk about. And when whenever we that's what we should do. We should do. Oh, a, yeah, we should do a yeah. fantasy. We'll do a, We'll do an esports betting podcast and charge people like two dollars a month. I was. Listen. Pleasantly surprised with like the the fantasy uh, the fantasy kind of podcast scene and like some of the stats that they were pulling out very interesting. Like if you're in that scene, like if you're in that, if you're interested in that, definitely go see, search that out because there's some actually like top tier content out there. So yeah, very interesting. Um, very any interesting other stuff. of these? So like we're gonna go through these quickly, but I don't think that we're gonna have much to say. Yeah. Uh, the um. L.A. Valiant versus the Atlanta Rain. Unlockers. Uh, yeah, you know that's deal. rough. I think you know it could be it could be interesting, depending on if Valiant, um, you know, play any kind of hunter traps if you catch them adrift. But yeah, I, I still think Atlanta wins that. I don't like they might be able to take a couple maps, but Atlanta like that's that's an easy favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Yiska was flashing the V. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not that's, that's the problem. That's a, you only got you got the V. That's it. That's that's the two coaches. That's the Valiants. That's the Peace Boys. Do you think? That's do it. you think it's a seventy thirty Yiska in favor of Atlanta? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we I think none of us want this, it to be though. Like no, no, no. For, no. for our I, for our show for like the communities infatuation yeah. with Washington. I feel like that's the valiant for us. <laughs> We're like, yeah, but agreed. Yeah, but it's based on like 
actual like that entire team has shown that they have the the grit they just don't have the resources mm -hmm. so that is the unlucky part like that's that's the college kid that is not set school but doesn't have the resources to do well yeah so and that's what that's the uh narrative that's with them and i really hope that they can mobilize something like yeah a team that probably will be featuring a good amount of echo why because it's it's chaotic you need to be able to sneak in these wins because again these are qualifiers for the may madness tournament you may need to do well madness. here which we'll get into um hopefully with regards to florida because holy hell did you get a golden pass with this strength of schedule florida can i can i just for one second uh -huh. may madness are you gonna i feel with like echo. i should be right. with echo yeah exactly feels I, like i'm i'm in a monster truck rally all right anyways <laughs> totally derailed that but i just before you went on i had to make sure no it's fine it. yeah sneak them in had to make sure we did it <laughs> I, I think Valiant could make it close. I think they'll probably run a good amount of uh, Echo. I don't expect Atlanta to be running a lot of Echo. They feel very kind of stuck in the mud. Not in a bad way, but like they, they have a very clear way to view the game. And I don't think that this hero is going to be changing that. They may be able to fit it in, but I expect Valiant to be running a lot more Echo than Atlanta. Heard it here first. Atlanta is able to fit it in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the next one. So this is interesting. Eric just put this in the chat. So mm. shock versus outlaws sure. currently at 7327 odds before Sinatra announced leaving. It was actually at 7822. So it shifted five <laughs> percentage points based on a player who wasn't playing. Who wasn't even thoughts. playing like what? <laughs> lend, me, lend me your thoughts. Like, I guess, like, if you're just using, viewing it as, like, an asset loss, like, sure, but it wasn't really even being used because of, like, motivational reasons and whatnot that we discussed at the head of the, head of the show. Like, I, what, whatever, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Jock's just gonna May win. madness! I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, I, again, Houston team that probably will be running a good amount of echo if i had to guess um san francisco not as not as rigid not as kind of um what's the word um they're not they're they're not necessarily not going to run echo that doesn't make much sense but hopefully you get the message not like atlanta not kind of stuck in the mud they're not they're not like kind of within do that you, box so like they can think they can play a lot of different things dante or blase plays echo um, I feel like Dante might just have a just a, a nuts echo. Yeah, I mean like he's he, just the kind he of not? he's just kind of the player to just like have. Yeah, Dante won that tournament. Yeah, I'd probably have to say Dante. I I wouldn't doubt that Blase has like a mean echo as well. Yeah, I think it'll depend on what they need piloted next to the echo. Because I think both of them have like a competent echo. And Dante might be stronger on Echo, but if the if the co-pilot, right, to kind of fit the analogy, can't run what's asked of him, then it'll have to shift to kind of I fit. I don't even think about hydration. 
Could be hydration too. I mean, I, maybe. No. They just they just have like these three really intriguing like flex players, like mm-hmm. people who not only just flex across all multiple heroes. Yeah. In, Got some role switchers in, in their role, but they'll actually yeah. switch outside of the role, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this has to go San Francisco, right? I think, you know, yeah, you 75, 25 sounds about right. Um, let's go on to the next one really quick. Philadelphia Fusion versus the uh, Paris Eternal. Uh, 75, 25 Fusion. Yep. It's about yeah. right. Maybe, can't, maybe can't slightly really... higher, honestly. Really? Yeah. I, would, I an, don't know if I'd an, say higher. I feel Axilis, like somewhere on there. An Axilis Paris, dude, I have no faith. Yeah, not. I mean, not I super don't have faith, but seventy-five, bro. That's a lot of fucking percent. Whoops. Missed <laughs> <laughs> um, that one. There goes our monetization. Uh, well, we did it Sub, again, boys. Subs in chat, please. Happens. Subs in chat. Because <laughs> we're not getting anything from YouTube this week. But <laughs> oh, speaking, yeah, n- you know, chat mentioned sparkles coming up, yeah. Like his birthday's when is that? Wait, when is that? Let's see, I'll look. Oh, come on. Stop with the bing, colon bing, D's. Bing. Um, we've got May 31st, so end of the month. It'll turn 18. By end, <laughs> end of, you mean beginning? Wait, is he elig- eligible for the, for the, mo- for the, is he end eligible for the, Sorry. for the, hey, Matt. John, is he eligible Jeez. for the end of the, May Madness. There we go. We got there. We got there. Just in yeah. time to not be part of May Madness. Is he? <laughs> That's hard to do. No, he's he'll, not, be, right? he'll be like eligible by like the end. So Paris has to like get through to the end and then he can come in. Ooh. Does kind of that open up an sick. interesting storyline. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> and again, maybe chat can correct me if I'm missing some sort of detail, but um he also has the sickest echo. You already know. You already know. All right. Jeez. We're not, we're not going down this road. Uh, anyways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah but, definitely Philly. But it is Philly, but it's like. 65. I'd, I'd say 75 or I'd say 70. I'd say 70, 30. Like this is like the max I'd go. It's not that Paris is a bad team. But it's Philly is a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly I, the best, right? I want to at least arguably in the I, West. I yeah. want to debate that further, but we can't. Uh, yeah, we just tough. don't have time. This, this week's tough. This week is hard. This next match isn't hot at all, though. This, so, uh, no, it's not. The Boston not Uprising. Like, there's another, nothing hot about this match. The Boston Uprising want to redeem themselves after an abysmal 25 minute match against the Florida Mayhem last week. They're going at it again. They're favored 78 22, 78 for Florida Mayhem, 22 for the Boston Uprising. Oh, man, I I mean, the the way to redeem themselves is give us a little bit more of that sick, like mid serious uh, coach player talk. Yeah. Uh, Let's hear how they let me hear thumbs up, by the way. Give me a halftime of last match, you know, time together. Create a story here. You know, this is the rematch of Florida, Boston last, you know, last halftime. Mineral said this. Will they act? Will they kind of act on that coaching this set? Who knows? Back to you, John. Boom, I set it up for you. I was reading chat. That's when 
That's when Color Hex comes in and uh, delivers on the promise by this, oh, having yeah. completely consumed the, <laughs> all the powers and Here, life force of Leaf. Here's kind of the bummer thing about not having hero pools every like two, three, four weeks. Mm. It's like normally this would be like a coaching matchup. Right, sure, you're like, yeah. how, how you can adapt? Mineral and his squad adapt? Yeah. And now you're like, well, how can they adapt? How is Mineral going to adapt? And then also account for Echo, and also account for these four heroes who got played last week, but also now can't be played. And now yeah. you're like, it's just tough to like attribute uh, yeah. the improvement. There's a lot of asterisks. You gotta you gotta give everything right now. Big, it's rough, fat, thick asterisks. Exactly. To that point, we look at Florida for a moment. You know, we, we've talked enough about Boston. Let's look at Florida. Their first qualifier against the Boston Uprising. I think everybody's in agreement. They probably won that, right? Next. Next week, Sunday, last match of the weekend, we have the Florida Mayhem versus the Titans. Interesting. We'll, we'll discuss that in more in depth that Wednesday, that week's Wednesday. And then Florida plays the Justice. My question to the panel. How likely is it that the Florida Mayhem makes it to Mabe Madness? Huh. In what seed, maybe? Maybe maybe that's a better question. I think it's very likely. I think most people would agree that's probably very likely. But in what position? I don't these games I don't, don't, don't have seem this bracket memorized. What so no, if, you don't have if, to, if they but win just, just if they feeling. win all three, what sure. What do you think they'll win all three? No. No? I don't think so. Who do they lose to? Uh, you know, you're going to hate me for it, but I actually don't think they, they're, I still don't think that they're in a place that they beat Vancouver. Do we know what's happening with Vancouver? No, but we don't assume that they're all of a sudden a bottom no, we five don't. team. Yeah. We, don't, we don't assume that they're going to immediately lose, but they're, would you would you not agree that that match could be close depending on what happens? Yeah, it could be. Sure, but I'm not going to I'm not going to bet against Vancouver in that situation right no, now, but, given the information but, I have. You you sure, dude? Sure, you got to like, understand. You can give you can give John, hack, you can give Hacksaw a controller as long as he's playing. Like, John, you, yeah, you got to understand. Not, oh, that's what I'm know, saying. But you know what I'm John, saying, John. John, you got to understand. Joe is the conspiracy theorist conspiracy. of Overwatch analysts and prediction. Uh, predictions. He sniffs out like the the Earth in in Vancouver is flat, boys. But by the way, there was a there was a thread on Reddit saying like, is it is it uh, weird to anyone else that uh, Sinatra retires while the UFO information is coming out? Rod, <laughs> <laughs> that's this the best. Be you. Take. This that's is your burn account. You can tell. <laughs> This is 100%. I wish. That's hilarious. So he's like, ah, but maybe if the Titans just like, you know, like, just wait. Let's let's just wait. 100%. But, okay, let's say that they lose against the Titans. You're already 2-1 against teams that you probably can easily 3-0. This team has gotten gifted. You have flip-flop and whiplashed on the Florida Mayhem so fast. I don't even know who you are. No. Yes. The Boston are the worst. Boston Uprising are the worst team in the league. The Boston Uprising are the worst team in the league. I agree. And where's the justice? Second, Second. or third worst. Okay. Doesn't make Florida Mayhem a good team. 
but they can surely wallop on these two teams. Uh, I, th- I think Florida could lose to Washington. Case, case in point, case I think closed. Florida could lose to Washington on the right band oh on, on the right band week. I, I just Welcome don't to think Overwatch like, League. I don't think I. Don't. I, I don't think they can win against Vancouver. In, in, you know, they can't. In they can't win against Vancouver. I don't. They might unless unless they end up signing these two academy teams, <laughs> and the whole the rest of them is gone. In which I'm case, not, it's not I'm Vancouver not ruling out anymore. anything. But, I'm not ruling out anything. But that's not Vancouver anymore. It's I, like I, I agree. I agree. Guy. That's not runaway. That's not runaway. But so I, I do think that the Washington justice could in the right look into it. That's all I gotta say. Beat, beat this, look, this guy it. is on an ancient aliens Corona binge run. <laughs> like I'm not having. Like this is contagious. I'm, I'm. I'm just. I'm just going like you this. might. You might want to. Okay. Keep going. Shouldn't I'm misuse safe. masks like that. You just—I have a YouTube video that you should watch. I'm just saying you got to look in. That's all I got to say. Look yes, in. Okay, you don't think that there's a world where the Washington Justice beat the Florida Mayhem? No, that, like that. This guy. Wait. The, that. Well, no, that that definitely can happen. I'm talking about Vancouver. No, being... no, nobody's talking. Joe's not talking about Vancouver. No, I'm not. Joe is an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like in Joe, but look into it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. not gonna happen. I feel safer. I, I feel won't much even safer allow now. it. The, normally, uh, no, as, yeah. as, oh, as, as a host on this show, normally my job is to just let the opinions flow, reframe yeah. where possible, yeah. and keep the show moving. Mm-hmm. But nobody here is going to say that the Florida Mayhem are going to beat Vancouver on this show. Let me say this. Look at this haircut, kids. This is this is nuts. Oh my! We'll God. have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> this this man tune is in, about to have another Wednesday next for week. <laughs> tune in. T- tune in next week. We gotta find out. I gotta I gotta see the YouTube. I gotta look into it more. Will the Boston Uprising or the Florida Mayhem defeat a Vancouver Titans that we don't even know is on planet Earth anymore? Tune That's a great in. Great question. Next week on May Madness. We're done. That's it. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We got we got it all out. Are we all juiced now? Can we all think clearly now? Is this that is, okay? This is what analysis of NA Overwatch. F- looks Florida is not like. going to make May Madness. You don't Keep think going. so? No, I don't think so. With two two and one with like a, a decent map record. Like genuinely, yeah. Because I it, don't, I don't agree with wait, that. Wait, I don't agree with. Wait, the how, how does it? I, I like depend. It, it sets a seat, right? Like it's yeah, not yeah. like about a qualification. They're not going to make it far in mid Matt. Of course, again, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying that they're going to go deep in the tournament. I'm saying qualification. They might set themselves wait, up. Is, isn't that isn't okay, I haven't looked into this. Is, but isn't is everyone qualified and they just start playing? So it's uh, yeah, it's a battle for seeds. Seed, so there's yeah. no qualification, right? You're fighting for the seed. This is what this week's for. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks yeah, okay. are for. Yeah, this these yeah. first three weeks, you're you're fighting battling for the seed. But everybody you gets not seated. make it there. All right, chat. Sure. I, uh, I everybody listening, watching the show. I owe you an apology. We should be doing this. I expected your co-hosts, yeah, to know how the May Madness. Tell me how I May Madness. I thought I did, then. and then this guy started like. Looking at corn, I mean, I can't tell you what seed they're gonna place in at two and one, but I can tell you there's three weeks of seeding. Damn, yeah, yeah, and they're going to win 100%. Like, that's that's just what's happening. But this guy thinks it's 3 0, and this is this is I'm just saying, 
there could be a 3 I'm not Yo. saying there will be. Yo. I'm saying there could be. That's all I'm saying, man. Man, you just gotta look into it, man. Okay. All right, we let's stuck go, around way too long on this. Crash. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the uh, let's go to the Asia games. Uh, yes. There's there's a few good ones in here. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk. So uh, Seoul Dynasty versus Guangzhou. So Seoul was embarrassed by Shanghai last weekend. Has has tempered the expectations a notch here. Are they at a place yeah. where there's there they don't just stomp Guangzhou though? Oh, I think Shanghai is just like clearly the best pack team. And again, it was it was an early role to to kind of look at Seoul and say if they if they can keep that same, you know, pedigree that they had in the, some of their Western games that they could be, you know, the best team in the world. Losing to Shanghai is not like like lost any respect for that team um, or, or really, you know, drop them in terms of power all that much. I think it's just moved Shanghai up. I think this is like a clear soul victory. Fair. Let's talk about this next one, though. It may not be as interesting as we want it to be, but no, maybe it is. NYXL versus Shanghai. So just before we, before Joe says his predictions, he'll never vote for NYXL again. That's not against Chengdu. But it's true. Shanghai Dragons, Yiska. Obviously, yeah. uh, I would say a pretty heavy favorite for best team in the league right now, if not, you know, Mm. close to tied with like, you can make an argument like Philly, right? Like we haven't seen him play. How do we see him? Blah, blah, blah. I can see the argument, but more than likely, Mm. if you're watching Overwatch League right now, it's Shanghai, Philly shock-ish maybe, um, and then you know Seoul is probably in there somewhere, and then you have NYXL probably leading the top of the 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 next tier. But you do have NYXL here. Uh, they did go with a decisive two zero mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, in the standings, they've got a point eight one five map win percentage. They're seven and one. You know they definitely. Haven't played the toughest opponents, but they're starting to now that they're in Asia. Yeah. The the current odds, I think, on this one are 61-39 in favor of the nice. Shanghai Dragons. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about this match in general? Any world in which we see an NYXL upset here? Are you are you gonna Chengdu Joe us? Chengdu Bob uh, us here on this one? Nah, or? Nah, 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 no way. No, that's not going to happen. Um, I think it is uh, an interesting match, certainly. I think it will be better than Joe believes, mainly because Joe hates I hope NYX it's not owner. bad. I hope it's a good game. This week's again, full of what looks like duds. Yeah, then again, it could very well be the case that... I mean, we thought last week it's all going to be uh, exactly. yeah. sick games, and then it wasn't. But um, yeah, on paper, I think this this match could deliver. I'm not sure what the Nene situation is. Um, but yeah, generally, there's, there's no way where Shanghai isn't favored in this one. And of course, there's a lot of volatility, but I trust Shanghai to, to bring it here. Um, yeah, I think the, the the I think teams will be trying out Echo in in scrims a, a little bit. Of course. And then I'm not sure if it's going to take over uh every map. 
and for that that volatility factor is relatively limited in comparison to every other hero pool yep. so yeah i know that's that's a shanghai 65 percent yeah, yep. I I think I agree with those odds. Yeah, Shanghai looks very very strong. Um, I think Echo. I, I, another thing about Echo is I think it will be regional, and I and I kind of expect Pack to be a little bit more creative in that sense. Uh, they have been obviously in the past with the advent of Rush, but even with that, Shanghai is very clearly like the best team in in Pack right now in Asia. So yeah, expect them to to do well against New York. All right, two more matches left. Uh, Seoul Dynasty versus the Hangzhou Spark. No world in which Seoul is, is this one, right? Like, yeah, no. Seoul is a clear cut above the rest besides Shanghai, right? It's just kind of like, that's the way it's going to go for a while. I would huh? like to see Seoul, New York. Oh, that's true. That one yeah. would be interesting. I, for, I keep forgetting that mm. they're over, man. It's, I keep it's, they're yeah, in Asia I, now. There's no, no blame there. Um, because there have been, you know, you got Titans moving back and forth and you got Seoul moving back and forth. Right, so. Titans are back now. They're back Atlantic. Yeah, they're back. And I, yeah. Jesus. Look into it, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, Seoul, uh, yeah, Joe, I don't think there's much to discuss there. Uh, but Joe, don't come, come in, come in real close here. <laughs> I might have to be a bummer guys. I know. I know everybody wants me to say Chengdu, but we I, all saw uh, what happened last week. I think, like, I think I want to just sweet talk you a little bit. I just want to oh. come in close, baby. Jesus Christ, he's going full here. XLR here. Uh, Chengdu versus NYXL. Last week, <laughs> you made a big... I made a big oopsie. He made an oopsie doopsie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you, by the way, have you seen? So on Netflix, there's it's Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Nope. Um, they do a stand-up special, but it's like um, it's it's improv. It's so funny. Mm. Grab some alcohol and watch it. And it's so freaking funny. <laughs> kind Short of like Paul, this game. Ice Ham Jello gets it. It's so. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Back back to this match though. Uh, you made the so I can't I can't you, predict Chengdu. You made the oopsie doopsie against. You <laughs> we already established as much. So. Yeah, you can't predict them. Any chance you want to double down? No, zero. I will. Well, let you host the not show. Not zero. I'll you give you. I'll, I'll say like five percent. Like this is like not. This does not strike. This this hunter squad does not strike me as a team that's going to beat the NY. There's no what such I thing. It's five percent in hero pools, my dude. Whatever. <laughs> what I am looking at is I want to see Chengdu buy back into their identity. Their identity is about playing to their strengths. Their identity is playing a specific style and not the meta. They've never been good at the meta. They weren't good in the meta in goats. They weren't good in the meta in any of these hero pools for the most part. They always had to have their kind of flair, their kind of spin on it that kind of threw teams off. I want to see them pick up echo i want to see them field their their correct roster and not run around and play these you know why is langsa playing anna or you know where why is Avetel playing anna like none of this stuff last week was just not just it was a bad performance against a better team i i can feasibly say that now as chung Bop, right 
I, I am looking to this team to become or to return to their identity, though. I don't think they'll win, even if that. And NYXL should, should you know, again, take another quick W. Uh, unlockers know that in this week, where they would have to bring it back and had sort of, sure, sort of like sure. a shell shock moment, Hammond and uh, Mercy are banned. See, that's no. the thing. I don't I don't think Ball in particular was really going to do much for them. I think New York dealt with their ball last week very, very well. They had that on lock. They had a very good read on that. You saw what happened. Amin couldn't really do much with the consistent pressure that New York kind of drafted. This isn't this isn't this isn't like a haha wrecking balls ban, Chengdu's gonna lose. No, I mean that that that's a one trick that's out. That's that. That's the ace up their sleeve. That's left on the table. They don't have that kind of card anymore. People are like willing and know how to deal with that now. It's not as it's not as simple as just saying wrecking ball. You've got other heroes that this team does pilot very well. It's just finding a way for them to work. We've seen teams do it. We saw Houston do it last week. I want to see Chengdu kind of return to that before we even get back on any kind of uh, Chengdu bobbery. So, yeah, New York all the way. All right, you heard it here. New York all the way from Mr. Chengdu himself, Chengdu Bob. It was a uh, it's it's kind of unfortunate. I feel like Chengdu and Boston this week are holding hands after having Ooh. to having to play uh rematches yeah, against teams that just stomped. <laughs> just stomped them. It's just like, you know what? Know. Go through it again. It's like the gauntlet. It's just like run through. Mm. It's like you go through the car wash and it like dings yeah. your mirrors. You're like, we get to go through, go through again, bitch. Uh, so we'll we'll see if any surprises come from. There's usually mm. always. I've been kind of keeping track of how the odds do and how we, uh, how we usually line up. And this week it feels really like the spreads are farther away than ever. Um, outside of, yeah. uh, fuel versus justice, I think is the only like close one. Uh, but there's usually still one or two just upsets. So. We'll have to see if this is another week for one of those, but it is time to roll on out of here. Before we do first, chat, you're the best. Uh, appreciate the hell out of you for being here. Um, I'll say it very briefly. We're working towards partner on Twitch, and when you are here live, it helps us do that. We stayed well over 75 viewers uh, concurrent viewers for the show and thank you and stay as long as you can. It helps us the longer we can stay at above 75, the better. So, you know, even if you have to get up and leave or whatever, just like leave it on. I don't care. Uh, appreciate now. Yes. Homebound 11 best chat ever. Uh, appreciate you all a ton. Um, I didn't get my email and Patreon's been having some weird issues. So if there were new patrons, I didn't get them and I checked today and they weren't updated, but there might be, I will update you on Monday. I'm not ignoring you. Um, big thank you to that. And a big thank you to our patron producers, battle crab pin lotion, Charlie L audio compass, pork chop, Sammy, Kosh 67, Kushi Kopi, salsa boy, 91, Shara Picasso, Naftali, your misery, battle crab pin lotion, Charlie L audio compass, pork chop, Sammy, Kosh 67, Kushi Kopi, salsa boy, 91, Shara Picasso, Naftali, your misery. Twice. Damn. We did it. We did it. You know, you can, you can try adding to that. Every week by going to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. If you want to sh uh, support the show, um, we have 
game nights going on. We've got a cool role in Discord. That's discord.me slash Yiska out. You can join us for conversations there. And uh, we're really pretty active in there when questions come up. Uh, so you yeah. can definitely be a part of that. And, uh, you know, if you want to go, you know, kind of all in on that, we'll read your name on every show as a patron producer. So definitely go check those tiers out. If you're like, hey, how else can I support? You can sub right here at twitch.tv slash tripod. But if you're especially if you're like, you know what? I, I can't give you money right now. I totally get it. We totally get it. Uh, best ways you can do that right now is number one. Tune in for our live shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon. Even if you can't be there actively, if the tabs there and open, it helps a ton uh, in helping us get partnered over the next uh, few weeks. And then also go to iTunes and leave a five-star iTunes review. Uh, we'll read your name on the show. And if you leave something funny, uh, I'll make Yiska read it or Joe read it. Who knows? Could be either. Whew. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, before we do, though, uh, Yiska, shout-outs for the week and where people can find you. I did see that you uh, posted a beautiful uh, farewell letter to Sinatra this morning. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that one uh, hit different to write. Took a while. Took a couple of tissues. Um, also because the play was so good in Stage 2 Finals. Double tissue. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm going to have a couple of other things that I want to address, just like in the situation we're in in Overwatch. Expect another Overwatch piece from me this week. Um, and let's for once hear Yiska not spout gloom and gloom, but like, you know, like when everyone's like, it's boring. Like you, you I, my personality type is contrarian in a sense, but it's also like... A feeling of counterbalance of the current uh, narratives, and I think there are things to look forward to. As always, GG Recon and my Twitter at Yescal. Joe, what about you, man? Shoutouts for the week. Where can people find you? On all the German. socials. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is true. I German. Mean, <laughs> I think that's more of like a heritage that suppose. you can't deny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's all everywhere. It's same every week. You can find me at Volmel. Um, tomorrow, I believe, we'll have a little bit more in-depth look at Echo in the meta for week 13 over at GG Recon. And then on the Valorant side of things, um, just did an interview with uh, the head coach from Ninjas in Pajamas that have been doing well in Europe. So there's that awesome. out there on Esports Heaven. And uh, yeah, more uh, more analysis for uh, some early Valorant stuff coming out on GG Recon. But yeah, that's uh, about it for this week. Do you want a really quick German phrase of the week? Uh, give me a yeah, give me a German yeah, word of the day. yeah. Okay. My shoutouts. Yeah. No, no. Like, like if I know that you cruise into uh, into the show ending Whatever, in your my shoutouts. Shoutouts. So. Just no oh, fucking. I'm right in the. Oops. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Um, Trennungsschmerz is uh, a noun you that you shorter use. Shorter words. Trennungsschmerz. Trennungsschmerz. Trennungsschmerz is a word that you use when you break up with someone or when you go apart. Um, it might be just like when you're leaving for the night, or it might be when you when you actually broke up with someone. I think that's the mood at the moment. Trennungsschmerz. Can you say it really slowly? Trennungsschmerz. Oh yeah, I guess you do pronounce it. 
Very good. Smash. Close enough. Close enough. Very good. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Very fair enough. All right. As for me, you can find me everywhere. I can tripod, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, make sure to tune in to our Valorant podcast. Uh, Spike Drop records Fridays. Fridays at noon Pacific at twitch.tv slash Cape Tripod. And you can also go to uh, bit.ly slash Spike Drop YT. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So thank you again, everybody for hanging out. We're going to be right back after the music to just hang out with you, answer some questions until we get close to dropping before below 75 viewers. And then we're going to cut it. And then, uh, yeah. So stick around, have fun. And, uh, thanks again. See you soon.